Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, hanging out with you again. And you guys have, as usual, sent in a bunch of great questions. The I deserve it mentality, transitioning from taking care of others first, putting yourself first, how to know where to start, what to focus on when there's so many things. I'll like, but there's something else that I want to start with that came up from a conversation I had with a client this week who is in the consistency course. We'll get there in a minute. But uh, first thing is we're going to give something away. Probiotics. Okay. I used to be a major skeptic of supplements in general. And and many of you guys know this is because I worked in the supplement industry. I worked for a supplement company for five or six years. And uh, when I left, I was the director of product development. So I worked with vendors and manufacturers and I worked with marketing and I worked with legal. So I worked on the formula side of things like really closely with our science team this is, you know, what we want to have in there and why. I worked with the vendors in terms of selecting ingredients and I worked on the claims for the product and the labeling for the product, all of that kind of stuff. And I just saw a lot of crappy stuff. (laughs) I mean, on every level, claims that assert things that the product probably doesn't do, ingredient suppliers who teach you the tricks to make the label look good to a prospective customer, but also keep your costs low, which often means the product isn't really doing a whole lot, but it looks like it's doing a whole lot. And I was, I was a skeptic, but I still am a skeptic. Let's be real. I was going to say, but that's kind of changed. It hasn't. I'm still a skeptic. But what I have found is that as with every industry, there are, there are some companies, there are handful of companies that are doing things really well. And they do that because that's what differentiates them. Because when their customers get results and customers on other products don't, that's really great for business. When you are in an industry that has a lot of bad eggs, you stand out and win by being a good egg. But of course, you've got you've to battle the headwinds of all of the people who are like me, who are cynical and skeptical and whatever. Anyway, I used to really feel like we could probably get what we needed from food 
But as we learn more about the microbiome, and that is the bacteria that live in and on our bodies, it's just obvious to me that we cannot leave that to chance. We cannot just hope that because we eat vegetables or fermented things or dairy that we're covering our bases. We just can't leave it to chance. It's too big of a part of hormones, weight, mood, everything. Absolutely everything. Immunity. So with that said, I'm going to give away my favorite probiotics today. I'll also put a link and a discount code in the show description. I'll announce the winner at the end. All you have to do to win is leave a review of this show on whatever platform that you listen to. So let let me talk about what came up when I was chatting with one of my clients this week. I've been talking to a ton of people who are in the consistency course, and it's just we've been together. The, The client gets as much, if not more, credit than I do for this, just together creating breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough when we slow down enough to really evaluate what's in the way, how much sense does it make, where are the flaws in my thinking. And one of the things that came up this week was, How important it is to not use your current situation as a baseline if your current situation is not an ideal one or not a healthy one or not one you want to stick with. And here's what I mean by that. If you are saying it's too hard to lose weight or it's going to take too much time to build a business and you're comparing what feels hard, you're comparing that to like the way you've been operating. So compared to what I've been doing, it's too hard. Your current routine, your current patterns and habits, those are terrible baselines because you don't want to stay there. Everything is going to look distorted compared to a less than ideal baseline. Same thing like building a business is going to take too long. Well, if your baseline is you haven't gotten started or you're, you know, in your first year, that's just not a good baseline. So either don't compare it to things. Don't say it's too hard. Don't focus on that. Just focus on what you can do or look to other people for a better baseline. So somebody who's been in business for five years versus you in your first year or somebody who has successfully lost 50 pounds compared to where you are right now. It's a terrible point of comparison to compare where you are now to where you want to be. Don't use your current situation as a baseline. Somebody said to me this week, it just feels like I have to restrict so much. Well, number one, you don't. You can start with tiny changes and that's how I did it and that's how I recommend doing it. You certainly don't have to, but it's what I recommend. But more than that, this comparison of it feels so restrictive is compared to your baseline of indulging pretty much whenever you want. That's a terrible point of comparison. It is not a helpful baseline. So I wanted to throw that out there as uh, just something to think about as you go into a new week. And uh, then we'll, we'll dive into your questions. The first question is, how do I quiet the I deserve it mentality? I deserve to chill on the couch for three hours. I deserve to have this ice cream or whatever it is. I deserve to spend this money because of this great sale. I don't disagree with the notion that 
we can earn things and sometimes we deserve things and it's okay to reward yourself. But what I am a huge advocate for, and most of you have heard me say this 100,000 times, maybe 200,000 times, you have to tell the whole story, right? You have to tell the whole story. So I had a moment like this a few days ago. <laughs> Y'all know I love ice cream. Actually, I'm super picky about ice cream. We had family dinner last week and we had a whole conversation <laughs> about like what is good soft serve and what is not good soft serve because I'm I'm personally I'm a soft serve girl. I don't like hard ice cream. Um, and my sister and my mom are the same way and we just get like very passionate about <laughs> who has good surf, soft serve and who has crappy soft serve. Um, so I'm very passionate about ice cream. Anyway, I had this moment where it was like, I have been crazy emotional. I'm tired. I'm stressed. I'm growing two babies. I'm trying to figure out what I need to put in place to be successful after the twins are born. There's just a lot going on. And I had this moment of like, I want some soft serve totally an underwritten, I deserve it. Like everything that's going on and everything that's on my plate and I'm pregnant and this and that, I deserve it. My opportunity there is to not talk myself out of the ice cream because I've got nothing wrong with saying yes to ice cream. But I want to include the whole story. So part of that is what, what do I want my relationship with indulgences like ice cream to be? For me, and this is an exercise that I take people through in the consistency course, but for me, at this season of life, can be different if I'm in a season for fat loss or a season of maintenance or different things, but like right now, I want to indulge a couple times a month, all right? And I want to indulge in a way that I still feel good afterwards. So if I'm indulging for one of my couple of times a month, that's not a full-blown binge because then I would feel like trash and that's not who and how I want to be. But, you know, I feel good physically. I feel good emotionally afterwards. I don't feel like I need to take a nap, et cetera, et cetera. So when I'm considering, like, I deserve it. Well, does this fit within my values? You know, have I, do I feel like I'm in this place where I'm honoring that relationship that I want to have with indulgences? Or am I just trying to give myself a pass because, oh, life feels hard? That's an important part of the equation. What else do I deserve, though? Because I'll be honest, what I deserve most is to be healthy, energetic, vibrant. What my kids deserve is to have a healthy, fit mom. I believe, and I am totally okay if this rubs some people the wrong way, I believe that one of the best things we can give our kids, if not the best thing, are healthy, fit parents. And I think not enough kids have healthy, fit parents. So that's a way bigger deserve piece of the puzzle than like, I deserve ice cream, right? There's just more to it. And I want to consider all of those things. So I don't think you necessarily need to quiet that voice. I don't think you need to talk yourself out of whatever it is you want. I just think that you have to be in the practice of being fully honest about all of the aspects and all of the considerations and all of the things that you deserve or want or value or prioritize. It is immature to make a decision based on one piece of information. And that is true if we're talking about relationships with other people. It's true if we're talking about money. It's true if we're talking about business, food, anything. We have to get all the information. I was talking to my husband the other day about some 
drama that was going on at his work. And he was telling me one person's perspective, one, one guy's perspective. And I was like, but do you know? And does he know the other perspectives, right? Because as I was listening to it, I'm like, there's four or five other perspectives that are super important here. And, and in a business setting, like we have to get that information before we make a decision. We know that, right? We're not just going to fire somebody because one person comes in and says this happened. Like we need to wait. Let's let's understand we need the other person's perspective or the other people's perspectives. Otherwise, we're just being ridiculous. The same thing is true with yourself. So when you have those I deserve it thoughts, know that there is so much more to be considered that you don't have to talk yourself out of it. You just have to consider those things. Okay, this next question says, how do I transition from being a mom problem solver who is always taking care of others and neglected my own health, not putting me first? I have detached from my grown kids pretty well, but I can't find consistency. I want to, and I'm not saying this individual is saying this, but I want to, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I can't think of it. I want to challenge this notion that either we put others first or we put ourselves first. I think in life it is very rarely the case that it's this or this. I think it's both. And one of the things that I believe very strongly is that I can prioritize myself and prioritize Roman. It's constantly going back and forth, right? So if if I'm feeding him, then in that moment, his meal is what I'm putting first and I my meal might come second. That's okay. But it's it's always going back and forth. If I then say uh Chris, you're going to hang out with Roman for a while because I'm going to go uh do some work or take a nap or journal or read or take a shower or whatever in that moment, I'm putting my needs first. It's a constant back and forth, but it's never like for this season of life, I am down the totem pole. We can prioritize multiple things, multiple people. And I would say we already do. We already, if we're working, we already prioritize work and our kids. Or maybe you prioritize your marriage and your job. You can prioritize your kids and your health. So what I would say is, what ideas do you have? I don't like the notion of like putting me first because again, it's never one, two, three, and these are set and static. They're constantly dynamic, moving all around. It's like the idea of balance. My idea of balance is not that all things are equal all the time and that you're giving equal share to your marriage and your kids and your work all the time. Balance is responding appropriately to imbalance. And so sometimes if you're at work and you're in the middle of meetings, you're more heavily investing at that time in your work. But if you're at your kid's soccer game and you left your phone in the car and you are just determined to really give your energy to your kids, in that moment, you're giving more to your kids. So this idea of like either I come first or the kids come first or is my marriage coming second – it's constantly in flux. It's constantly in flux. So I don't like to think of it as first, second, third. I like to think of it as they're all priorities. What does it look like 
to prioritize me today? In what way can I prioritize me today? Whenever somebody has a, a general question like this, like, how do I go from, you know, putting others first and neglecting myself to prioritizing myself? I want to know what ideas do you have? Start there. Because I bet you have way more answers than you think you do. And even if you're like, I'm in a season where I can't come first, and I hate that phrase, come first, because I don't think we need to define it that way, you can still take care of your own health, even if there are things that are priorities higher for you than your health. You still can. It's just like there are things that are undoubtedly higher priorities than my work. I'm a higher priority than my work. My kids are a higher priority than my work. My faith is a higher priority than my work. And I still can get things done for my work. Not just every once in a while, but every single day. The way that we do that is, what does that look like today, right? You might be in a season where you don't feel like you're coming first right now. That's okay. What you need to say is, I can be in that season where these other things maybe are higher priorities and I can still take care of my health. Just because you aren't coming first doesn't mean that you can't take care of your health. You're eating anyway, right? So maybe you can check your portions. Maybe you can lean heavier on the proteins and the veggies and not as heavily on the starches and the sugars. There's so many things you can do, and that's where it has to start. What can I do today to prioritize my health or to invest in my health? What are one or two things I can do? Maybe that means you're going to go to bed instead of watching a couple hours of TV. Maybe it means that you are going to make sure that your meals are protein forward, right? So many things, but it has to start with that inquiry. This next question is kind of in the same realm. It says, when you feel like life, work, family, marriage, etc., put so much on your plate, your figurative plate, how do you decide where to begin, start, or focus? How do you get it all done? If you ask 100 people, you'll probably get 100 answers. I feel very strongly that nobody gets it all done all the time. So we can just take that off the table. We're not going to get it all done all the time. I was just walking around downstairs and <laughs> we have two coolers in the mudroom from a recent day trip that still have stuff in them. Like they have not been cleaned out. It's been several days. They're still sitting in the mudroom. And I'm like, I could stop what I'm doing right now, empty these out, clean these out, bring them to the shed. And then I walk out. I didn't do that. I was like, I'll have Chris do it tonight. Then I walk out and the Swiffer duster vacuum thingy shark vac, whatever it is, is on the floor because Roman was playing with it. And I'm like, I could put that up and put it away, but he's just going to get it again. So I'm going to leave it there. My point being in sharing this, I can point to 10 things right now that aren't going to get done in my house today because my priorities today are resting for the twins, right? Not doing too much and being just busy, 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 go, go, go getting some work stuff done, and spending quality time with Roman. Those are the priorities. So picking up the house, not a priority today. I've got two loads of laundry stacked on the dryer. They're going to wait until my sister gets here. <laughs> and when my sister gets here, she's going to fold them. She doesn't come. She's been coming more lately because of the challenges in this pregnancy, but typically I do fold my own laundry. Uh, but I don't think we get it all done. 
In terms of the question of how do we decide where to begin, start, or focus, I think that comes down to where you have the highest values or what your biggest priorities are. So I just shared that my priorities right now are taking care of my body to take care of these twins, right? Because I'm pregnant. Roman and making sure that he is getting focused, quality, mom time, stimulation, all of those things and work. So with that in mind, even though it's easy to identify that I want to clean out the pantry, that I want to organize the mudroom, that I want to redo the closet that's going to be the twins closet, it's not going to get done right now. It's not going to get done right now. Might not even get done before the twins are born. That's okay. It might be something that I outsource, that I pay somebody to do, that I have my mom or my mother-in-law do. But at least for today, it's not happening. So from the standpoint of priorities, then you have to look at how much time do I have to give? You know, when I look at my physical health, I don't have a lot of time to give right now. But I absolutely can give the time of, planning out our meals for the week. And for me, that means dinners because breakfast is pretty much the same and lunch tends to be leftovers. But I can do that, do the shopping list, and then Chris and I kind of bounce back and forth on who prepares dinner. But first, get really clear on what are your highest values and priorities and don't take on the rest of the stuff. So many folks are feeling like they don't have enough time or energy, but they're also giving time and energy to stuff that they would acknowledge is not a high priority. I would rather feel good about progress in my health or with my business, quality time with my kid, and have a messy house. Now, I'd love to have a clean house and all those other things too, and there are seasons for that, but know thyself. This is not my season for having it all done. It's just not. And it might not be your season for having it all done too. I will say this. There is no right or perfect place to start. What matters is just that you start. The time spent in evaluating, like, should I start with this or should I start with this, really doesn't matter. What matters more is that you stop wasting time trying to figure it out and you just get into action. All right, the last question here, and then we'll announce the winner of my favorite probiotics, because I don't think we should leave that kind of thing to chance, too important, impacts too many areas of health. Do you have any specific action steps to take when you're getting at anxious about how long the process of weight loss fitness is taking. I get in, I want to do something right now mode. So far, all I have is I'll drink water. It's something I can do immediately. Got any ideas? So in terms of getting anxious about how long it's taking, accept that this is a forever journey and there is no end point. Because let's say you want to lose 50 pounds. Sure, there might be the day that you get to the place where I'm down 50 pounds. But That fitness journey, that fitness process, that weight control process, it's the rest of your life. We are always in a different season. When you get to a different age bracket, it's going to be more about building muscle or maintaining muscle or flexibility or stamina or any number of other things. It could be about injury recovery. It could be about anything. It's never going to end. So let's not put this rush standpoint on it. For me, I focus exclusively on the day that I'm in. I don't focus on like where I'm going to be in six months or a year. And sure, sometimes I have goals like my 40th birthday coming up. I want to be in great shape by then, but it doesn't help me at all to think about like, well, 
if I started losing pregnancy weight on this date and I lost about this much weight over this much time, that's just a waste of time, in my opinion. So focus on right now. Now, I know from going back and forth with the person who asked this question, she's saying like, if I think I want to do something right now, I might be in a meeting at work. So there's not, it's not like I can get up and go cook myself a healthy meal or do 10 jumping jacks. Part of it is patience. You're not going to be actively pursuing weight loss like in action 24-7. So in those moments, if you're sitting in a meeting and you're like, I just really want to invest in this process. I really want to make it go faster. Use that opportunity to practice your mindset of saying, awesome, at the next opportunity, I'm going to make a really great choice. But right now, I need to be where my feet are and my feet are in this meeting. Practice presence. That is huge. It's not, when we talk about what's something I can do for my goal right now, it's not always some tangible action like drinking water. And I would say that some of the most effective work that we can do is on improving our mindset around it. Trusting the process, being patient with yourself, enjoying the journey, being where your feet are, all of that is super, super valuable. All right, we got a five-star review from Honest D. H-O-N-E-S-T-D-E. Honest D, thank you for your review. Thank you for listening. I am going to send you my favorite probiotics link and coupon code will be in the description if you are not a winner today and you're curious about that because, again, just impacts too many things to be like, oh, well, I eat a balanced diet. I should probably be okay. That one, you don't want to leave the chance. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. It just impacts way too many things. So Honest D, Honest and then D-E, email me, Elizabeth, at PrimalPotential.com. Tell me you were the winner for 1004 of the probiotics. Include your mailing address, and I'll get it out to you. The rest of you guys, I'd love it if you would leave a review. It helps me out a ton. And if you've got questions or topics that you want to hear about, send them my way, and we'll dive into them. Make it a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.